Well, hello. And welcome back to another scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LaBooth. And I got some skelly, skelly stuff for you today. <laughs> well, well, how does everybody like my intro music? Is it creepy enough or is it too cheesy? Tell me. All right, man. I hope everybody's having a great week, had a great week at work, and I hope you're ready for story time, guys. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> but, yep, just want to say thank you before I start the show to everybody who listens, all my faithful listeners who are ready for the show to come out. And thank you for uh, allowing me to move it on Saturday, and everybody's catching up now with it, so... But today, it's been a real busy week. Everything's uh, closing down. Now. I mean, not like closing down. I mean, school's fixing to be out. Jackson's baseball season's fixing to be over. And I was running ragged all goddamn week. Had like a game, a practice. Got another game tomorrow. So then I got more stuff to do. So yeah, but it snuck up on me. But what I'm going to do for you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is uh, go back in the vault and find something for you. And I think you'll like it. So, but anyways, just want to say thank you guys once again. Whoever listens all around the world, a big thank you so much. You know, because I don't really make, I don't make any money off of it. I pay everything out of pocket. And I do this out of my home right here in my son's room slash computer room. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. I love doing it, guys. And I'm glad you guys listen. So, it's awesome. Thank you so much. All right, so there's the plan, Jack. Like I said, since everything snuck up on me, don't worry. Everything's coming to an end, so I'm going to have a lot more time to do uh, my uh, researching. But anyways, let's go dig in the vault and see what I pull up. It's going to be a surprise. I'm not going to tell you. Just uh, I hope you enjoy uh, I will give you a hint. This is some of the older stuff I did when uh, Lexi was here and joined the sh was with us on the show. All right, so we will see you guys uh, later and have a good one. Or I hope you enjoy the show. I'm such a ding dong. Well, like I always say, get you a nice warm blanket, get you some hot cocoa, sit back, relax, and hit play. And get ready to be scattered out of your pants. <laughs> and welcome back to another podcast. This is Ghost Stories Till from the South, episode 19. Yeah, yeah, that's one away from 20. I am your co-host, Lexi. And I'm your host, Stephen Booth. <laughs> we are uh -huh. going to tell some funny, creepy stuff today. All of my stuff's in Texas. Since uh, Halloween's around the corner, I'm going to cover Texas. And um, I'm probably going to try to cover more of the Minerwell stuff. But then after that, we'll go back to uh, doing stuff around the world. But we're thinking about when we do Christmas, finding creepy Christmas stories. And same for Thanksgiving. Yes, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so yeah. So we're going to have October, these two months of uh, Halloween stuff. And then after October, it'll be November, then December, and then we'll be doing our holiday stuff. Yep. Holiday. Celebrate. 
Mine's kind of all over, but I have like five urban legends that I'm gonna do too. So you'll see my setup. So you start today, cause I always start. Okay. Well. Notebook, notepad, please. Oh, you should have done this before. Thanks. Okay. Start. Okay. What's, what are you going to be talking about My first today? story is A Kiss Before Dying, Odessa High School. Mm. Betty, Williams, Betty Williams was a high school girl, high school senior <coughs> at Odessa High School. And, God, I didn't get the year. Oh, shit, that really would have helped out. Anyways, it, it was in the 50s, I think, 60s. I'd say 50s. It was in the 50s. Anyways, she was a poor girl. Her father was a uh, Baptist preacher, and she was dating the, uh, I guess the, what do you call it, the head honcho of the school. The he, jock? He, yeah, he was, his name was John Mac Herring. He was like the captain of the football team, straight A student, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the and, guy everyone wanted. Yeah, and she came from the other side of the tracks on the poor side of town. Oh. Well, um, okay. Already told you he was popular and all that. Well, John finally, okay. Uh, well, soon after they dated, not real soon, a couple months they broke up. Well, she kind of took it to heart and took it pretty bad. Well, think about it. You know, she was a poor girl dating the superstar of high school. Yeah. So she took it pretty bad. And then. Well, in high school, everything meant so much. Yes. So. Well, you ought to know you're a. <laughs> I freshly at high school. <laughs> she's anyway. just starting in the real world. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what really, uh, it was. That and the combination of her not, after I guess her and John broke up, there was a school play, you know, and back then school plays were real big. Everybody wanted to be in them. Yeah. Well, John was going to get the starring role. Well, she went for the uh, the co-host role, the yeah girl, the girl by him. Well, she didn't get it. She got the uh, stagehand job. So she didn't even get an acting part. So she took that pretty bad. Well, she kept hounding John to kill her. She just didn't want to go on. Because she had big dreams of going to Hollywood and going to Broadway and, and being an actor. And she musical act. Yeah, and John, you know, she lost John and, oh, life sucks. And, she, and she'd make, like, cl little remarks to her friends about, you know, wish y'all'd kill me. Dang, yeah. imagine having that friend in high school. It's like, yeah. wish you just stab me right here, right Pretty now. Pretty much say stuff like that. Wow. Well, then finally John uh, agreed to kill her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she uh, Probably just to shut her up. Well, they planned, they planned, uh, they planned it. So they finally uh, met. They planned it out. John took uh, Betty behind the stock tank on his uh, parents' property. And if you don't know what a stock tank is, it's them little ponds or pretty big good-sized si good like, tanks of water behind people's houses or out in the pasture. What you Papa know. used to have to fish him? Yeah. Anyways, they went behind the stock tank, and he uh, 
got the shotgun that she picked out. Wow. She wanted him to use the shotgun and shoot her in the head and make it quick and painless and over. So, because she didn't want to kill herself because, you know, her dad was a preacher and it's just, uh, you know. Yeah. So, he got the gun, shot her in the back of the head, killed her, and then tied weights on her body and threw her in the tank. And then went back to life like kind of nothing. Like nothing happened? About a week, I think a week later, after the missing missing. Re- missing persons report came out he uh went to the cop station and admitted that he did it yeah dang so but it's like he almost tried to cover his tracks but he kind of he's like i can't live with it yeah he went of course he went through trial and all that but uh he got off for in, uh because of insanity he got the insanity plea. yeah and he lived a normal life he died in 2019 Dang. Yeah. So it must have not been that long ago. It was he in the I think like in the fifties. Okay. Well, then, he died in nineteen oh not not twenty nineteen last year. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Not two zero <laughs> nine. What the frick? Wow. <laughs> Anyways. Two zero nine. <laughs> yeah. He uh he lived there. he even went back to the hometown that he grew up in and was. Did this, did that. We even went to college at Texas Tech. Wow. Yeah, that that kind of makes me wonder, you know, since he was Mr. Popular and came from the right side of town, he probably had money for the good lawyers and, you know, his yeah. parents. Well. But that's not, I mean, that's done with that. But, the, you know, she was, uh, like I said, she was uh, always in the drama room, always wanting to be in the acting classes and all that. Yeah. Well, that's what she haunts. And I get the school's still up, but of course they don't use it anymore because it'd be like 50 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, they uh, pass her, people passing by will see her figure in the window or you can see her in the, audit, I guess the auditorium where yeah, the stage yeah. is. That's where she really haunts. She don't really go much outside, they said, but she haunts the old high school. And there was a uh, book written on this, and that's what it's called, A Kiss Before Dying. And there oh. was a movie back in the 60s, I think, made about it. See, I thought it was going to be about, like, two lovers, one like a suicide pact or something. That's what I thought at first. But, no. How, how do you convince your boyfriend to kill you? I mean, <laughs> I your ex-boyfriend. Know. See, that's why part of me thinks that he just did it to oh. shut her up. Because, like, I mean... I'm not, <laughs> but like hearing the same thing every day, like kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. I mean, you're going to start to go a little bit crazy. Yeah, they was even broke up and I guess she'd bump into him in the hall or see him and, hey, how you doing, John? Would you kill me? <laughs> and her friends, hey, would you kill me? Just like right now, right yeah. here. Hey, just you want to go grab a burger and then kill me? Maybe poison it while I'm eating it, you know, just, jeez. Yeah. You have to be like. You have to be pretty depressed. But back then, they didn't have pills for depression. They really didn't know what depression was. They just had to deal with it. Yeah, so she was probably a screwed-up little individual. We got to think about it, too. (laughs) She was, you know, probably, you know, going, being a teenager, going through all that puberty. 
and then going through high school and all that. And dealing you know. with all the high school. And then it's years. her senior year, and she's dating the, the you jock. know, the jock, the smart guy, and it just all goes to crap in three months. Yeah, that sucks. But I mean, yeah. So, okay, moving on to Miss Story. So if anybody's out there in West Texas, go check out Odessa. Odessa? Didn't you do the Killing Fields, too? Yeah. On I-45 between Houston and uh, Dallas. Well, okay, so I'm going to be doing a college, and I'm going to be doing, uh, it's Utah, Salt Lake City. This is the Westminster College. I think that's how you say it. Westmeister. 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 Yeah, something like that. So, I didn't find like a lot of history on this. Today's stories don't have a lot of history, but like some of the ghost stuff is pretty interesting. So, this place was founded in 1875. Are you okay? That computer was ticking me off. Oh, I just heard. Yeah, that's my getting mad. (laughs) I was like, uh oh. Anyway, this college was founded in 1875. I mean, at first it was a prep school for um, the first Presbyterian church. I think that's how you say that. Presbyterian. 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 Yes. Presbyterian. Church of Salt Lake City. So that's what it originally was, and that was founded in 1875. Well, then they offered college courses in 1897. Then they changed the name, you know, to to Westmeister in 1902. And then in 1949, it became a liberal arts institution. So that's, like, when it became the college and stuff. So I guess that's when the history really started. So... They hosted weddings, which is weird. I've never heard of a college doing weddings, but it also was like a church, too. Well, they might have had a big old, like, hall, like, banquet room. But it was also like a church, too, when it was first, like, founded. And and I don't know when this happened, but there's a woman in white story, okay? Pretty much. Woman in white. I've never heard about a woman in white. (laughs) Not on this podcast. Oh, I've never she- heard about a woman in white. <laughs> Quit chewing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the woman in white, basically, this is the story of her. She got married at the college, and then her and her husband got into a car accident while driving to their honeymoon destination. Well, the, they got hit by a drunk driver. They both died, like, on the scene. Well, apparently, she and him both appear in front of the students and the security guards and the college professors. And lights turn on and off by themselves. You know, voices and all that jazz. So, and she haunts the Converse Hall. Basically, I guess that's like where she, that's where she is most widely known, I guess. Well, there's also a spirit of the Hodgel Hall. And you can hear a laugh. Ooh, that's a big, creepy school. Yeah, it is pretty, pretty big. 
Basically, the spirit in the Hodgel Hole is a little boy, and he just laughs at you. Oh, my God. So. I don't know what's creepier, hearing a little boy laugh at you like that or having something pull your hair or punch you or something. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's creepy stuff. Yeah, it's creepy. But, I mean, so I think maybe the woman in white, the little bride, the bride ghost woman is just trying to get through her days. And I guess she went there because it's where she got married, like her last destination before yeah. she died. A so. place, I, 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 they, they, they say they go where they was attached, something they was attached to, you know, or something. Like a lot of people get caught in the same schedule every day, and when they die, even if they didn't die at work, they'll be at work haunting the place because... That's where they were almost every Yeah, day. that's where they were every day. So. You got to figure, you spend eight hours or more in a place every day, a part of you... It dies gets, there. Yeah, it gets it gets in that stuck building. there somewhere. So, like I said, that one was a little short one. I have like a few of those today. And I have a few urban legends too, so there'll be more. But you guys should go look up this place. It's, it's pretty huge. big. And it's like creepy huge, if that makes any sense. It's but big. I'm going to pass the mic over to Dad. Man, that's What's still your... creepy. A little kid laughing. I couldn't I handle know. That. <laughs> I yeah. would not be able to handle it either. All, my, all of my stories today cover uh, pretty much Texas and uh, pretty much the Dallas Fort Worth area. Dallas Fort Worth area. Okay, we're going to talk about the W.E. Scott Theater in Fort Worth, Texas. W.E. Scott was behind getting the theater. Oh, you know which theater this is? It's the one where Patty would take y'all when they had them Easter shows and shit. Really? Yes. The one where I met the Easter Bunny and stuff? Yeah. It's a, oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry, we that's had to e- go that's down even to- where you went there for some school plays and stuff. Like the, you went on a field trip there. Really? It's that one by uh, Clark Garden, not Clark Gardens. Uh, the whatever gardens are there in Fort Worth, the uh-huh. Philippine Gardens or the something. The one we like have that. the dress nice to go into. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Whoa! Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, he was the backer and really helped get the money to make the uh, theater. It was his dream. But he never got to see it fulfilled because he passed away before it, died, you know, before it finished. That must have sucked. But that was like his baby. But here's what's so weird: he never got to see it, but they see his ghost walking around sometimes, roaming the halls, and he'll still fix pictures or fix something if it's off. But he well, never stepped a foot in there because he died before it opened. Well, I mean. Probably because, like, what the he passion spent, he had the for passion it, and, and like to, all the work he put into it before oh he God, died. Oh God, yeah. But still, though, that'd be weird. And the other, now this is really creepy too. The uh, the other ghost is a stagehand, and he was an actor. Her name was his name was Ke- Ke- Kenneth Walker. He hung himself in the uh, prop room on January seventh, nineteen seventy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Dang. And he killed himself because, same crap, he lost his girlfriend or something, and he was kind of a loner, they said, anyway. Oh, Once so whenever that happened, that him, just, yeah. like, pushed him over the edge. And workers say you can still hear his laughter from under the stage while they're getting stuff ready. 
Go here. Under yeah. the stage. Oh, gosh. Oh, heck yeah. no. And he scares people, touches them, turn, turns the lights on and off. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if we were watching a show and all of a sudden you just feel this, you turn around and nothing's behind you? Or like, ugh. I wonder how many stories, like, the actors there or, like, the people that do the plays have. Because, like, I remember going there and, like, with uh, my stepmom, uh, Jackie, she, we had pictures and everything. And we did the Easter Bunny shows. And then I've had so many school trips there. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it's the a. The kids still go there. It's a. I'm looking for a picture because I know you'll go, oh, my God. But it's uh it's what an an hour away. We live an hour away from Fort Worth, so Yeah. It's about an hour away. Oh come on. Sorry, we're trying to find a picture. Mm. And you guys should go check out the pictures too. Because I think you'll like it. It's yes. it's really it's nice. It's not creepy or anything. I mean now I know the past of it, and now I'm... Well, if you've lived in this area, you've probably went there on a school trip. Just go to images. I don't have it like it normally does. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe the ghost took it off. <laughs> well. said. Ouch. Would you like me to do my story while we're looking for pictures? Yeah, because I really want you to see this place. Okay, while you're looking for pictures, I'll do my story. My next story is going to be about the Betsy Ross home in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Mm. <laughs> Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I cannot talk, so y'all don't come at me, please. So, I have a lot of history on this one, but I don't have a lot of ghost stuff on this one. So, basically, this play, place was built over 200 years ago, so it's been up there for a while. The front proportion, because if you look at it, like, it looks like it's it was built two different times. Um, the front proportion was built around 1740, and then, like, the back end of the house was built um, two, I mean, 10 to 20 years later. So... But Betsy lived there. See, that's from... the outside. Oh, Recognize yeah. It? Yeah, that's it. It's been so long, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but there's back the stage on that. and all that, yeah. Oh, my God. I know you Now you're going, oh, my God. Oh, I was there watching stuff, and it was haunted. I didn't know either. That's creepy, ain't it? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we really. You was in a you was in a haunted theater not once but twice. Not, I know probably not even twice, like six times. I know twice. I went over there with you with Jackie. Oh gosh, like six times. Okay, because the school. Anyway, so this Betsy Ross home. Betsy Rocks. Betsy Ross. I just can't talk. Betsy Ross. So she lived there from 1976 to 19. Uh, I mean, 1776 to 1779. Mm -hmm. So many numbers. Okay. So, basically, she had, um, she rented a shop that was there, and then she had a, a bedroom upstairs. So, she rented one. I guess it was like a apartment complex kind of thing. I don't know. Well, that's where she had made, she was the first person to ever make an American flag. Oh. That's what she's known for. And I did not know that either. Well, 
she has some pretty bad luck. Her first husband was killed like two months after they got married. And then she married twice more. And then on her third marriage, she had five daughters. But one of the daughters didn't make it. She died like at an early age. And then in seven, 1941, <laughs> the property was given to Philly. Well, that's all the history I could find on it. I guess now it's like a museum thing. Wow, yeah, it's a little bitty-o house. It is. It oh, is my God. It is a house. Well, I guess back then, you know, there was houses that close, so they couldn't make them wide, so they had to make, make them, them tall. Tall and short. It looks like to be a three-bedroom, maybe one bath. Yeah, but I mean. With an attic. Her, yeah, because like, she had her shop in there, too, for uh. the flags. But anyway, you can hear like ghosts crying out at like the foot of the bed in the basement. Like, I guess like if you sleep in the basement, you can hear like ghosts around the bed crying, and then you can hear ghostly noises and stuff like that. So that's like all kind of the stuff I found on it. But it is crazy, like how small the house is and yes. like everything. But and it, if you look at the sides of the house, it looks like the house is like cut in half. That's what makes me believe that there used to be a, this was like a house division. There was a row of houses. It had yeah. to be. Because why would you make, if you had this much room, why well, would you make it? Yeah. And I know why they make them so skinny and tall because the room, it's, you know, well, building, like building, in, building. Whenever I went to Maryland. That's um, how it is. That's how it is. Yeah. Because like Haley's house, she was going on about it being a mansion. So I was expecting it to be huge. It's short this way and it's tall. <laughs> There's like two flights of stairs. <laughs> Jeez. So well, I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's why they have apartment buildings in like New York and Chicago that are oh, like, yeah, especially 300, like 400 bigger. people. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm going to do an urban legend. I'm going to go. I'm going to go again. Okay. So I have a handful. Of urban legends. Also, you guys need to go check out that house. Oh, crap. I skipped two stories. No. That one was supposed to be my last one. No, I'm talking to myself. Oh. <laughs> I got two stories right in the middle I didn't even do, folks. I went from my first story to my fourth story. Wow. Well, um, I was, le I was doing an urban legend before you did yours anyway okay so anyway. i'm gonna do an urban legend about the backseat killer have you heard this one no okay but, uh, i've known some backseat killers no you haven't quit trying to fool the fans i know your <laughs> tricks okay so anyway this legend started around like the 1960s basically okay so this woman was laid out at night and her car was on E and she needed gas. Well, I guess back then, like, if you needed gas, you, uh, like, the gas attendants filled up your car for you, I guess. So oh, yeah. They had guys that ran out. Well, that's what Dad did when he was, you know, a young man. Um, you'd run out. Oh, and do it uh, fill, for him? Yeah, you'd fill the car up for him, wash the windows off. Oh. Yeah, you did all of that. Okay. Well... So the attendant goes to do that and fills up the tank, and the backseat what? The backseat killer. Oh, okay. Um, and the she said the or the girl seems to be noticing that the attendant's like acting strange. Well, I guess the girl like goes off, goes into the store, 
And the attendant follows, sorry, uh, follows her in so she can pay. Well, she pays and goes to leave, but the attendant blocks the door. He doesn't let her leave. Well, whenever she, like, goes to get feisty, he's like, hey, I saw someone crawl in your back seat. Don't go in there because you're probably going to get killed. So he, they act normal, and they call the cops. Well, the cops come and get him. Turns out that it turns out to be, like, he turns out to be a serial killer. And he was going to make her his last victim. And He was the, just going to wait in her car? Yeah. Oh, my God. See, there's other stories kind of like that, too, urban legends, where somebody gets in their car, whether it's a male or a female, and they're driving, and they see something in the rearview mirror, and it's something in the back seat, and it's not moving or nothing, so they get to a stop sign or something and run out of the car. What the heck? Or they'll see something glowing and they look back and it's someone's fixing to kill them with a knife and they, ah. I guess that started like the legend of like, let's look back, let's look in your back seat before you get in your car. Because I always look in my back seat. I never I'm paranoid. Do. I do sometimes if I don't know if I'm in a hurry, but like, I mean, I always lock my car too. But so yeah, that's that urban legend. It was really, urban legends are short, but um, yeah, yeah. So I've got two small ones too. That should tide us over. Well, I have like five of those if we need them. So, what's a uh, what's your next story for us, Daddy O? Mine is the Devil's Backbone. I feel like and I've heard this one before. See, I need to start writing this stuff down. Well, I might have just read about it and not done it. Oh. But I feel like I've d heard about it. I might have also already heard about it and we have not covered it because I've you know. You know? You know what okay. I mean, Ziggy? We got everything pulled up here. I think we did this one. No, we didn't. Okay. Wow, I. That's a big old... I've looked this one up. That's when it is. Yeah, I've looked it up before, but I haven't covered it yet. Okay, we're good. I thought we double did one. We didn't. We didn't double dip it. We're going to start writing this stuff down because we're getting into, like, episode 20, guys. And we have, and like, we average, what, three to five episodes. Uh, I mean, three to five stories an episode. And that's not that's counting a lot of the extra stuff we do. Yeah, so we're going to have to start writing this down. But anyways, this is The Devil's Backbone in Wimberley, Texas. On uh, 281 through Blanco is the Devil's Backbone. The area had a hist has a history of Indian attacks on uh, Indian attacks when the settlers were uh, moving in. Has, it has seen numerous fatal car accidents, and many ghosts have lingered. That means a lot of them ghosts stayed there and never left. They never went home. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, one story is a ranch foreman awake to his horses run to horses running and he went outside to see a group of soldiers and uh, soldiers on horseback marching where he woke up at. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's just fun to wake up to. Uh, and Native Americans have been have seen a child. There's a with a story of a uh, minor too has been seen in the area. Oh wow! And yeah, that, hmm. it's just a stretch of road that's not very long, but in that stretch of road, a 
man, so much crap happened. Hmm. Well, say the pictures look like it's like old. Yeah. Like it's been through some stuff. Yeah. It don't look like a normal road. Come on, like, click. Oh, the go. grass is all dry and. Yeah. It looks like a desert. Pretty much. I mean, a desert don't have a lot of grass and stuff, but like, I mean, for Texas, it looks like a yeah. desert. The Texas. That's all desert called land. the Texas. That's all called the backbone. The devil's backbone. We need to go there. Y'all need to go check out the Texas backbone. And tell us anything y'all might find. Well, stories. yeah, it's got a lot of uh, haunted history. Yeah, I would say the same thing. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I am flipping back to my other stories. Okay, I'm going to do this one's short too, but it's the Sea View Tennis Mansion. This is in Rhode Island. I noticed. That we got some new Rhode Island followers. Yes, yes, yes. We've gotten a lot of American followers, and it's it's hard to remember. Stay tuned till the end to hear. Getting a lot of states. Okay, so this is the Sea View Tennis Mansion in Rhode Island. It's also known as the Cary Mansion. It's like forty thousand square feet, and it was built in nineteen oh seven. Well. There's not really a lot of history on it. There's like, <laughs> I couldn't find squad on it, but I could sure find out some ghost stuff on it. So basically, that's crazy. Can't find nothing on it, but we can find the ghost stuff. But hey, that's what our show's about, so it pays off for us, suckers. Yeah. So this place, like you can hear dismembered voices and like random banging throughout the night. The spirit of a wife. Uh, the wife of the original owner, uh, Mrs. Bradley, is often seen playing the organ or the piano, whatever you guys want to call it. Um, she's pl seen playing that. Well, you also hear, you know, footsteps. And this, sh this place has been featured on Ghost Hunters. Mm. So, I guess there was a TV show called Dark Shadows. Yeah, that's about an older one. It was about the movie Dark Shadows. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, it came. Dark Shadows came out. It was a show in the, from the seventies. Yeah, because it was from nineteen sixty six to nineteen seventy one. Yeah. Because I, re I read that and I was like, they talking about the movie because it described the movie, like because it was about the Collins and the vampire or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what? They talking about the movie? And I was like, but what? I'm confused. Yeah, the movie's based off that TV series. Okay, so. That's where I guess they filmed it, or something huh. like that. That's what I got. That's from where they it. filmed the movie. Was that house? I think so. In Rhode Island. I'm pretty sure. Oh, cool. Could be wrong, but that's what I gathered from. But it. they filmed it in that area, though. I think Rhode so. Island. Yeah. And they, because they said it was the cult classic TV. It was like the cult classic. Yeah. So, um, they see dark shadows near nightfall. Hmm. Dark shadows, dark shadows. Isn't that yeah. ironic. And it used to be an all-girls boarding school at one point. And also, there's like this really weird tree out front that like freaks a lot of people out. It's just like it's not a happy tree. It's like a tree that does not look like. What are you looking at? I'm looking at my story next. Oh, I was like, because I seen how short yours was, and I was like, well, by the time I type it up, she's gonna be gone. 
Yeah, it's really short. Like, <laughs> like I said, there's no history on that one, but there sure is ghost stuff. See, I don't know if I can handle that children's laughter and crap. That's the one thing that gets me. Like, I can handle footsteps all day, the doors opening, but the minute I hear someone yes. talk or someone laugh when I'm home alone, I'm out. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, what's, uh, what's your story, mister? Okay. I'm going to talk about the Sons of Herman Hall. The Sons of Herman Hall is in Dallas, Texas, in Deep Ellum. <clears throat> it was built in 1910. And what the story on this place is there was four lodges, which is a nickname for hotels, motels, whatever. There's four of them, and they was little, I guess, on the strip. So they got together and thought, hey, we'll just build a big building and have our put uh, uh, all of you guys come with me and we'll stick it in one building. And it was like, oh, okay. Well, they did that. The grand opening was 1911. 1911. It, I don't not like it. It has been going for over 100 years. Since oh, 2000. yeah. Yeah. People have, there's, there was never any, like, deaths, really, like, su- for, for once, there wasn't no suicides or anything like that. It has, it has death, but nothing like, nothing like somebody getting killed. It's more like natural causes or an oh, accident okay. happening or something. Well, that makes me feel better about the place. So, but they see, uh, once again, uh, people have heard children, children laughing. laughing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I just. Whew. Why and they got, that thing always gets me? I don't know. It's like the kids are just like. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we want to play jokes on you. Yeah. And people that, like I said, have heard the kids and the former caretaker that was there for years. They've been seen. There's some kind of couple, like from the 1900s, that's been seen there. They're not like. All over each other, but they're just kind of sitting there like lovers, like a couple, and they're kind of smooching, mm-hmm. you know. And people, and they see people dressed in their finest too, like they're like they're fixing to go out to a dance. Like Sunday or bus. Well, because its place is a uh, is a hall too. You can have concerts and events there, weddings there. So that's where you're going to have a your wedding. <laughs> I was about to say, hey, if I ever get married, let's go there. Yeah, you're going to have a wedding there, and we're going to have the party there so we can get haunted. I'll record our podcast the entire time. <laughs> and and there's uh, the doors are slammed. Pictures fall off the wall. They fall or they fly off? Fly off. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. That's great. So it's it's your now that place I wouldn't mind besides the kids laughing. Well, you walk by and a picture hits you in the face. Yeah, I mean this one's just your simple ghost. It's not your uh, the ones that you know that try to piss you up in your sleep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, if I had some a haunting, I would want it like that. Yeah, I besides the kids stuff. When I die and I choose to haunt people, it will be like that stuff. It won't be like the laughing in people's ears because that makes me want to pee my pants. Yeah, because see, this place isn't that big, but that's it. Oh, no. Yeah. But it's got a little a little hall in it. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's... Here's a scene to see. That's where I've seen 
Oh, all the people. Yeah, that's the the hall. Mm. Yeah, so that's nice. They're getting married. <laughs> then you'd be haunted. Okay, so I'm going to be doing the Masquerade Nightclub. This is in Atlanta, Georgia. So once again, there's not that much history. So just you know, kind of bear with me. So this place was built in 1890, and then in the 1970s and the 1980s, it became a pizzeria. A pizzeria? Mm-hmm. And it was a small theater until 1988, and then it became a nightclub. So it's it's been a, diff a few Moss? different things. Huh? Where's that? M -M Masquerade. Oh, M-A-S. Okay. So apparently they ha used to have, like, this mill... And I guess, like, girls died in it. They didn't go into detail. They just said young girls died in it. And I was like, you could, okay. So That's they didn't weird. explain that. I, so I'm not totally sure about what happened with that. There was an unexplained fire that happened there. Um, they have, like, they have these structural casualties where, like, stuff will just fall off the building and hit people. It's like weird, like off the call, off the Dark Shadows movie. Oh my God! Oh yeah, like the Gargamel, the Gargamel, <laughs> the whatever they call them. Them statues fell off. Yeah, they had a TB outbreak, and they have had a lot of a lot of deaths. And also something about vampires. It's not a ghost thing. That's more like an urban legend thing. That there's vampires there. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know. Well, apparently, because, like, the amps that they use, like, to DJ. Oh, yeah. They'll find those turned upside down, oh, like, God, at the end of the night. Them things are big. I know. They're, like, big speakers. They're not, like, They're not small like desk regular. speakers. Yeah. And then you can hear footsteps, and you can get cold spots, and you can hear screams. Now, some of that could be, like, you know, normal club stuff. Yeah. But, you know, and then people see, like, this tall black man wondering... Um, around the club, and they don't know who it is. Like, it's not a normal person. It's like this overly tall man. Excessively tall. Like mm. the Slender Man, but he doesn't have a white face, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a little weird. Let's, let's just do another urban legend, y'all. I wanted another one. My mama was finding that one you were talking about. What was it called? Right there. The Masquerade Club. Yeah, it's really small, actually. Yeah, it is. It's stop. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My computer was ticking me off. It's really not that big for a nightclub. It isn't. It's pretty small, but. I guess you go up here for the nightclub. I don't know. There's some stairs right there. Some stairs. Stairs. Yeah. Okay. Well. I'm going to do another urban legend. This one is called Buried Alive. So basically, I was like, oh, this is so sad, and this would be really, really bad. Okay, so this, you know, very old, ill woman passed away, and the husband was, you know, devastated. Well, they said when they came to get her, they had to pry this, the you know, dead woman out of the husband's arms, like literally... Bones break his fingers to get her. Hey, that's that, that's rough losing a lot. Especially like that old. Yeah. Too. Well. I mean. Yeah. I've only had that experience being with somebody for five years and then passing. I couldn't imagine being like 60, with 70, them for 80. 
40 years of your life and yeah. then passing. Well, well, the husband, after the funeral and everything, the husband wanted her to be buried in the backyard of his house, not in the graveyard, in the backyard. So that's what happened. Well, he would have these reoccurring... Well, okay, hang on. He had to be sedated. Because, sedated. Because he was, like, so out of it. But anyway... He had these, this reoccurring nightmare every night for a week straight about his wife trying to claw her way out of the coffin. And, like, like she was buried alive trying to get out. Yeah. Well, finally, he called the uh, doctor and was like, hey, my wife's still alive. Exhume her body, and I'll prove you right. Well, when they exhumed her, they found scratches on the top of the coffin, broken nails, um her like her hands were bloody and there you know scratches and stuff and her the nails were bent you know from scratching so yeah. much so was she dead yeah she's oh still yeah dead. She... after a week if she was alive oh, yeah. i mean after a week she's dead but like so that's a urban legend but well that i mean I, that that was interesting to me cuz i was like what <laughs> that's crazy. I was like, that's happened before. It's really weird too, because I don't know if I'm the only person, but like, I'll have dreams of something happening, and then it happens that day. Yeah. So well, it's like, just like when their cat passed away. I kept going by that night, touching it, going because I was so afraid of burying him and him still being alive. Oh, you kept on checking it. Yeah. yeah. But okay. I'm going to save the rest for the next episode. Yes, because we still got a lot of this stuff to talk about. Oh, Tay. But like I said, we're going to do these uh, two months of the Halloween specials. And then... It's Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, and I bet you there's some good stories for that. Oh, you know it. Okay, so I want to thank everybody in the states. The list is oh, it's getting way huge. too long. What I bet you there's thirty. Thirty, I'd or say more. close to thirty, because yeah. I, I I I don't know who's I, new I, and who's old. I'm getting to where I can remember, but it's very difficult. <laughs> I do know like Texas, Oklahoma, Michigan, some of the northern states have started uh, listening to us from. When we first started. Yeah. I know some of the new ones, like <laughs> Pennsylvania, New York, Rhode Island. Yeah, that's, I mean, everyone yeah. in the States thanks because we, and yeah. We're getting new. Uh, we're getting other countries. Other countries, too. Where we got South Africa, we got Ireland, we got the Philippines, we got Bangladesh, Singapore, UK. Argentina, UK, New Zealand. Say Canada. Canada and Israel. Mm, so thank you guys. It's yes, very awesome. <laughs> and uh, we still haven't heard anything yet from my heart, but we should be on there as soon as they okay everything. Yeah. Um, so They're just, they just take a real long time to yes, get on there. Yes, yes, they do. So make sure to check us out every Wednesday. We drop an episode at 6 o'clock in the morning, but, yes. you know, just check it out. And oh, and sure. for our specials, and we'll probably warn you, we always do them and do them the mo the Monday before Wednesday. Yes, we do them show comes on out. the Monday. And we usually do that. We try to do them in the middle of the month, maybe towards the end. Yeah, it kind of depends on the week and like what we have planned. Yeah. But we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Play. Play. 
Um, Podbean. Podbean. And we got a Patreon page, guys. Yeah, Patreon. I almost said podcast. That's what we're doing. That's not what we're on. Yeah. (laughs) So... Um, yeah, just on oh, our, our Patreon Facebook. page. We have videos on there, guys. Check them out and see some of the behind the scenes stuff. Mm. Um, our Facebook is Ghost Stories Told from the South, and our email is Ghost Stories Told from the South at gmail.com. Instagram and Twitter is South Texas Ghost. Texas is TX, it's abbreviated. Abbreviated, yeah. Okay, just um, oh. And me and my sister have gotten ours, our social media out there and everything. Oh, yes. So, I will, probably the next episode when I got everything together. So, you know, just go and check out that podcast and everything. It's what's really out there. Check them out, guys. It's pretty cool. And we have Borderline Texas Trash on Spotify, Yes, that's me and my nieces. And it's not a politic one either. No, it's not. It's comedy. So... Yeah, we will see you guys or talk to you guys next week. We'll probably do a video next week. Yeah, we'll do a video next time. But we'll start putting some more on Patreon. But if you guys have been have been listening to this, you've been listening to Ghost Stories Told from the South with your hosts, Steve Lebooth and Michael. Lexi Lebooth. I'm going to do a whole podcast talking like this to be scary. Please don't. But you kiddos have a good time now. And don't be too scared. Hope we don't scare you today. Remember, don't get buried alive. Don't volunteer to kill your (laughs) ex-girlfriend. And watch out for haunted hotels. Yeah, you know. And them little kids, watch out. Be safe out there. Love y'all. Bye, Bye. fellas. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was an old blast from the past. I uh, kind of miss uh, host uh, host uh, Lexi being my co-host and doing it with me, but that's all right. She'll come back again. But uh, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Next week we will have some new material guaranteed, baby. So you guys be good, be scary, watch yourself out there, and uh, tell a lot of scary stories. Hey, and like I said, guys, go check my Facebook out, Ghost Stories Told from the South. Uh, DM me uh, with stories or something. I'll talk about them on the show. If you need or you know something I need to research and talk about, tell me about it. And my email is all lowercase, uh, Ghost Stories Told from the South at gmail.com. So, and it's, uh, of course, it's a podcast. You can uh, pretty much get it anywhere now. And I'm getting the uh, YouTube channel caught up. So go check that out. It's at YouTube at Ghost Stories Told from the South. Uh, so, yeah, I think I've done all my plugging. But you guys, be good, be scary, and we will see you later. <laughs>